Hey everyone, welcome to the Bio Breakthroughs podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. I'm joined today by Aaron Mystery, the Chief Commercial Officer at CoreMedics. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Jared? I'm doing well. I'm excited for this conversation. Let's Thanks. dive right in. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about your background, or tell our audience, and then also kind of lead that into uh, CoreMedics and your focus. Sure, absolutely. So um, my background has been focused for the last 20 years, mostly in healthcare and the life sciences. So started in health systems and then went to life sciences at MedImmune prior to the AstraZeneca trans- uh, transaction and then went into consulting for about four to eight year, eight about eight years and then back into industry. Um, the majority of my career has focused on market access, commercialization of products, which means bringing the product to the market and a heavy amount of drug pricing and more recently policy work. So I feel very fortunate to be in a career that I love, but also in a space that is, um, you know, just right timing. I mean, I think we, we look at the newspaper articles around drug pricing and all the things that go along with that. And I feel very lucky to be in a position to, to make an impact on that. And can, can you talk me through, Aaron, really the state of antibiotic resistance globally and really why there's a need for a new solution uh, in this space? Yeah. I, uh, so antibiotic resistance is the ability basically of bacteria and fungi to survive or grow in the presence of um, in the presence of drugs that are meant to kill them. Right. So if you have a patient that is consistently or receives antibiotics many times, they eventually develop a resistance to those anti- antibiotics and that resistance in a way develops slowly over time, but then when it does develop, it can become these super bugs, right? And this resistance is, um, is pretty high levels across all parts of the world. Um, new resistant mechanisms are growing and spreading globally and they affect our ability to treat infectious diseases, right? So a growing list of these infections, blood, bloodstream infections, pneumonia, tuberculosis, um, are continuing to expand because of the antibiotic resistance that's happening across the world. So Cormedics, uh, what we have developed is an antimicrobial, right? And an antimicrobial is a product that um, we have both, and so it's a broad spectrum antimicrobial against gram positive and gram negative bacteria, which includes antibiotic resistant strains, it includes fungi, um, as well as my, mycobacteria and clinically, um, and clinically relevant fungi. So we have a product that is um, addressing antibiotic resistance, and it's addressing it earlier than when patients would be infected, right? So it's upstream of the infections, and that antimicrobial properties of it do not go down the path of an antibiotic which is fantastic for healthcare providers. And are, are bloodstream infections common? Uh, so they can be common, uh, depends on the disease. They, if you think about bloodstream infections, what they actually are, most of, most of them, we're, I'm speaking about them coming from 
a catheter. So if you have a catheter that's placed, it's called a central line or central venous catheter. And it's the tip of the catheter is actually in the heart of the patient. And then it comes out through the heart, right? And is exposed um, on the outside of the body and is used to, for infusions, it can be used for dialysis for a number of various things. Um, that catheter, if you think about a patient that may be in the hospital, needs to be capped. It needs to have a fluid that runs through it to make sure that it's completely um, prevents an, an, an infection across the entire lumen versus just at the end. And so patients that go home, for example, dialysis patients, which is our first indication, they may go home, they may shower, you know, they're eating food, they're taking baths, they're doing all these things, but they're very cognizant of making sure that they're protecting that catheter. Once you get a bloodstream infection, it's, it's one of the most frequent, deadly, and expensive complications of central venous catheters. And it's very well known, right? Interchangeably, sometimes clinically, they call it CLABSIs, which is central line associated bloodstream infections, or CRBSIs, which is uh, catheter-related bloodstream infections. There is a difference in the terminology. Um, a lot of clinicians interchange the two. So it's well known. It's a bloodstream infection. It's in your blood. It goes throughout your body. Um, and typically when you have one of these, they are severe, right? It's, it's not a, a short-term fix. Um, usually it's treated with antibiotics for sure, uh, but patients are admitted to the hospital many, most of the time. Um, they are in the hospital for a long period of time and they can develop severe and long-term complications because of these infections. And if you get one of them, you're more likely to get another one, right? You're more susceptible to the infection itself. And so we are focused on preventing those infections in the first place and are bringing a product to market um, early next year that prevents them by 71% reduces the infection by 71%, which is a pretty significant clinical number. And, and can you tell us, I know you mentioned a little bit, and I'm assuming this is de uh, DefendCath, right? It's DefendCath, yes. What, mm -hmm. uh, I know you just kind of gave us a little hint there, right, when you were saying, but can you talk more about that? You know, what, sure. what it does, um, why there's so much excitement? Sure. So um, DefendCath itself is a uh, proprietary, it's a formulation of terolidine and heparin. So uh, terolidine is a new molecular entity that has not been reviewed by the FDA at this time. So it's a, a first in class catheter lock solution and it's got broad antimicrobial activity and its sole purpose is aimed at reducing the risk of these catheter related bloodstream infections from patients with central venous catheters. And that's a lot of catheter numbers, but um, it's an investigational product at this time. We have an approval date in November of this year um, and are hoping to get it approved by the end of the year and are hoping to launch the product in the inpatient setting of care in early February of 2024. And then we'll, we're hoping to launch it in outpatient dialysis clinics later on uh, in the year, a couple months later. What's interesting here is that um, we are looking at the economics. So clinically, like I mentioned, DefendCath can reduce those infections by 71%. But economically, it's even equally as impactful, if not more, 
when patients, there's about 25,000 hemodialysis patients that receive dialysis through their central line, they cost the healthcare system over $2 billion. So 25,000 patients cost the system over $2 billion. We have a poster publication on that. And that's significant, right? If you look at where Medicare dollars are being spent, one in five Medicare dollars are being spent in the diabetes into end-stage renal disease. And these end-stage renal disease patients remain on dialysis until they get transplanted. So you think about some of them are on it for years, right? Three times a week, then they, then they go into the hospital. Most patients with a central line will at some point get an infection. If they do get an infection, it typically happens early within the first 90 to 180 days with the central line. Um, and once they get one, as I mentioned earlier, they're more susceptible to future ones. But I think that the cost is significant, right? And we're talking about the product itself. And so you asked what the product does, but the product does, it's a solution in a vial and it is delivered after dialysis into the central line that comes out in the lumen. And it just sits in the lumen in between sessions, right? Once that catheter is used again, the product is aspirated out and they do the infusion or they do the dialysis, whatever they need to do. And then it is placed back in, it's called a catheter lock solution. So it locks the catheter. It never goes into the patient's body. Systemically is never delivered. And so it is very safe from that perspective. And it's also very effective clinically because it covers the entire lumen. Um, and it, rem it remains that way and you use it every time, you know, every time that you remove it out and you do the dialysis and then it goes back in, it just sits in there between dialysis sessions. More importantly, um, we're looking at future indications, right? So total parental nutrition, those that receive uh, food um, with a, uh, through a catheter, they, uh, they have a lot of bacteria that starts to accumulate and there's total, it's called total parental nutrition. So we're looking to expand into that indication. And then we have future indications in oncology as well. Um, our first patient population is just hemodialysis patients with a central venous catheter. And what's interesting about that patient population is that many of them, um, many, many uh, hemodialysis patients on central venous catheters, they have to go into the facilities. Most of them, they, they, they aren't eligible for home dialysis. So they have to go into a DaVita or Fresenius on the outpatient side. And they are, a lot of them are black or brown um, individuals, right? So we have a high health disparity um, issue with this patient population that we're able to address with this product as well. And really when you look at the continuity of care between the inpatient setting and the outpatient setting, we're hoping that it's used in both settings of care. And from a commercial perspective, that's where we want to get to, right? We want this to be no matter what setting of care that the product follows the catheter. So if you go into the inpatient setting, you're able to get the product there. If you go into the outpatient setting, you're able to get the product there. And so it's to kind of a, a multi, multi-pronged uh, commercial strategy to be able to do that. And Aaron, as we look at the, the year ahead, what really excites you about what's next uh, for Chromedics that you can share? 
Sure. I mean, I think, you know, Cormedics is, is interesting. We, um, we've had some snafus from a, a CRL perspective on the manufacturing side, but we're hoping that we've got that all straightened out moving forward. Um, what's, what's exciting is that I think very rarely do you see, um, I don't say small, I like to say emerging, emerging biotech companies bring a product to market by themselves, right? And we have built that infrastructure from the ground up to be able to do that. I think the conversations that we're having um, clinically, this product speaks for itself. Now it's around, can we mobilize the mechanics of the system to be able to provide patients access to the product? And so that's exciting, right? Because we're working with um, members of Congress, we're working with Center for Medicaid and Medicare, CMS, we're working with Medicare Advantage plans um, to ensure that the product gets used and that there is clinical and financial alignment in the system. Um, and for us to be able to do that, we have really tried to almost create a different commercial model, right? A partnership model with key health systems to demonstrate data, a, a model we're working with um, the leapfrog quality metrics that they use for the inpatient hospitals, the acute care hospitals, and we're looking to do um, creative, so build some creative opportunities with our key customers on the outpatient side and inpatient side, large dialysis organizations, mid-sized dialysis organizations, um, you know, for CNS and DeVita control 75 to 80% of the market. So they're our biggest customers. And I think we're excited to, to work with them and health systems together to bring something and bring, to bring the product market in a creative way. Well, uh, Aaron, I want to thank you so much for, for joining me here on the podcast and, and sharing your story and telling us more about core medics and uh, really exciting uh, road ahead for, for you and the, and the team. DefendCath sounds awesome. Uh, great name, by the way. And uh, I'm hoping we can have you on again in the near future and we can dive more in uh, to what's happening at the company. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be great. Thank you so much for having us. And, you know, hopefully you'll get to meet some more members of the commercial team. Thank you.